Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so that you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income or wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. Today is another episode where we are not explicitly talking about money. And that's on purpose. It's on purpose for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm not really interested in only talking about how-tos. Yes, there's a need for that. Yes, there's a time for that. As evidence, if you go back and you listen to some of the previous episodes, you will see that I have done how-to ones. But my goal whenever I do a how-to episode is to go beyond what you can get if you were to Google your question or your area of curiosity. So yes, I do think it is important to talk about how to save, how to invest, how to get out of debt, how to earn more. I do think all of those are important conversations, but I'm always going to add an extra layer to that, at least that is my goal, because for me, success with money is not just about information. It is an equation that includes information and insight. So that's one of the reasons. Another is that I trust you to be able to connect the dots. (laughs) That if we have a topic or a theme that is not explicitly about money, that you will be able to see the intersection and to see the financial impact. That happened when we did the previous episode about tension and flow, where we talked about how to balance the demands of meeting today's needs while you were also preparing for the future. And we're going to do it again on today's episode, which is about recalibrating. Recalibrating when you need more time, when you need more money, when you need more freedom, when you need more opportunities. I trust that you will be able to discern the financial impact of that. So I put that out there as a way of just introducing myself in terms of new listeners with regards to what you can expect from more than money and what you can expect with regards to the breadth of the kinds of conversations that we will have and the depth that I hope that we're able to go into in the limited time that we have on each episode. So as is often the case, the episode topics come from experience, (laughs) either firsthand experience or firsthand by way of my work as a coach with singles, couples, and entrepreneurs. Um, in my hat when I have speaking engagements and in those instances where I am hosting events. So today is no different. And what I can tell you is that today I'm feeling more rested. I'm feeling less exhausted. Maybe you even can hear the exuberance in my voice. Um, But I got to tell you, there was a stretch of time, like maybe six weeks bordering on eight weeks, when I was just simply operating on fumes. I had gone beyond my capacity. And it wasn't evident to me immediately, but it certainly did become much more so when I reached that point of like, oh my God, I can't do anymore. Um, And luckily, 
I did not get sick, which, you know, can often be the result of exhaustion and overwhelm. But I did realize that if I did not slow down, I was certainly headed in that direction. Because here's the thing that I forgot. I forgot that when you add a new project or a new goal to your plate, something has to give, something has to go. And as I say this to you, it just sounds so duh, obvious, but it reminds me of the philosopher Soren Kierkegaard, who said that life can best be understood backwards, but you've got to live it forwards. So my question to you is what have you added to your proverbial plate? What new project? What new goal? And now that you think about that new project or that new goal, did you think about what you needed to release and or reprioritize in order to make room for that new project or that new goal? Or (laughs) am I catching you as you are listening to this at a point where you found yourself in a space of, ha, your cup runneth over as well. See, here's the deal. Whenever you add a new project or a new goal to the mix, what you are also doing is you are adding more time, you are adding more energy, and you are adding more money into the equation as well. And maybe it's not more money in terms of whatever the new project or goal costs more, but when you think about time and energy that the new goal or project requires, that then means that it's less time and less energy for you to perhaps make money depending upon what it is you do and how you earn your living. And here's the other thing when it comes to time, energy, and money. None of us, regardless of where you are on the income or wealth spectrums, none of us have an endless supply of time, of energy, or of money. And this has nothing to do with how gifted you are, how talented you are, how creative you are, how driven you are. In any given moment, there is a cap. You've got 24 hours in the day. And yes, you might have more energy than me, or I might have more energy than you on a given day, but we each have a capacity. And even when it comes to money, perhaps you're listening to this and you've got goo gobs of money. There is probably still a cap in terms of how much you will invest in a particular project or a particular goal. So all of us are operating with some sort of capacity challenge, if you will. So when we have a cup, that gets full and when it starts to overflow, that is a clue that it is time to reset. So what I wanna share with you are the three things that I've learned as I've taken some time to rest and regroup. Now granted, fundamentally, these three things really fall under the umbrella of if you say yes to something, you've gotta look for where you can say no to something else. That's the, what is it, the too long didn't read version? That's it right there. But let me get to some specifics here. The first thing is be intentional. When you have a new project or a new goal, it's natural to be excited, to be optimistic, and to have a whole bunch of of exuberance about it, right? Because that new goal or that new project is connected to something that you really want to experience or you want to develop and create, all of that, right? However, 
at some point, it's going to bump up against the capacity, the reality of the capacity that you have. And the, the, the thing is, you've got to make room for this thing that you want to flourish. And you've got to be intentional about that. You've got to do it on purpose because that room is not going to just magically happen. It's not going to magically create more space on your calendar. It's not going to magically create more energy for you. It's not going to magically create more financial resources. You've got to be intentional about that. So that's the first thing that I was reminded of and relearned is that you need to be intentional and you need to make room. You need to create the space for that thing that you want. The second thing is to be clear. And by clear, what I mean is be willing to discover what decision you're putting off making and why. So if you know you've said yes to something and that you then need to say no to something else and you're not doing that, why? What's the reason that you are delaying either taking an action or making a decision? Get really clear about that because there's a lot of insight there for you. And then finally... You got to recalibrate. Um, and I want to refer to Webster's definition of recalibrate. And it's one of the definitions, right? And it's that these systems gradually drift off course so that the nav navigator periodically needs a refresh uh, or a fresh point of reference, I should say. And so when you add something new to the mix, a new project, a new goal, what you're really doing is you are altering the rhythm of how you live and how you work. Sometimes that adjustment is subtle. Sometimes that adjustment is just for a short period of time. But nonetheless, an adjustment is required. And what I want to get better at doing and what I want you to get better at doing is actually recalibrating proactively. I don't want us to recalibrate after we've reached the point of total exhaustion, of total overwhelm, of total frustration. Because then what that does is it, it diminishes the whole excitement and experience of the new project and the new goal that you have. Because it's not just about meeting that new project uh, or seeing that new project succeed or meeting that new goal. It's also about the experience that you go through from point A to point B. So I want us to get better at recalibrating proactively. And so what does that mean? That means as soon as you say yes to a new goal or to a new project, you need to think about what do you need to say no to? How do you create the space for it? And if it's possible to go through that exercise mentally, preferably even on paper, before you commence the work, related to getting that new goal or that new project off the ground. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I've already started, I'm already deep in the mix of it, well then think about before you take the next action, what could you say no to that would create more space for this goal or this project to breathe and succeed? What would you have to do? I'm, I'm asking you to do this because you and I, we're strivers. So it is natural for us to want more. And the project and the goal, that is the vehicle by which we have more. Whether that, again, is more time 
more money, more freedom, more opportunities, more fill in the blank. Whatever that more is, the project and the goal is really the vehicle by which that comes about. And again, we're strivers, it's natural. And so what that also means is that when you want more, you've gotta make room for that more. So let's all think of the process of recalibrating, of being clear, of being intentional. As the thing that we have in our back pocket, it's our, you know, a part of our toolkit that helps us to create the space that is needed for that more to actually come to fruition. As always, I really do appreciate when you take the time to tune in and to listen, and that is true for today's episode as well. As you also know, I like it when you take the time to also tell me what did you find most useful. So when you see this posted on Twitter or Instagram, leave a comment or send me a DM if you would prefer because it's more personal. And you can always send me a DM on Instagram. So if we're not connected there, let's do that. My handle is J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E-M Timmons. And... I always like it when you take the time to leave a rating and a review, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you've got a young person in your life, please, someone you know that's recently out of college, you know, zero to five years, tell them about Pearls of Financial Wisdom. It's a multimedia experience that helps them to answer the question of what should I do with my money? And yes, the title is Pearls of Financial Wisdom for College Graduates, um, but it doesn't have to be a recent graduate. It can be someone that's graduated within the last five years. I think it's really um, just as valuable for the recent graduate as it is for someone that's been out for a couple of years. So if you've got a new person or a new person, if you've got a person in your life that fits that description, tell them about Pearls of Financial Wisdom. They can even go to the website, jacquettesimmons.com, and on the drop-down, they will see all the information that they need there, or you could buy it as a gift for them. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really do hope that you will take the time to recalibrate so that you can make room for the more that you want in your life. And until next time, remember, it is about more than money.